I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk, talk about, about my life as I see it. Oh, <laughs> yes, son. Yes, son. I don't know why you really loud, but I got excited. <laughs> Yo, get 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 excited, son. It's been a while. Yeah. E money bags. <laughs> Hello, Ross. How you doing? How you doing? I've been better. <laughs> oh damn. Whoa, I haven't heard her say that in a minute. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's like that? Yeah, what's going on? What happened? Are we just gonna are we just gonna plow right through into No, nah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I I was expecting us to uh, do the song and dance and uh <laughs> she 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 she's right though. She's right. Let me uh let me welcome everybody to uh your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Word. Uh, the hottest podcast around. Uh, you know, number one late night podcast in the uh, late night podcast uh, history. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Probably doesn't. But uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of how you live with a you, baby. Mm. Got my main man, Ross. Yeah. Yo. Got our lovely... And are uh, super smart and you know super hot shot attorney. <laughs> DC attorney <laughs> Emily. <laughs> oh god! Shout out to Miss Connie. You know what I'm saying? Miss <laughs> Connie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, guys, welcome back, man. I know. Uh, I know you guys. Like we had the holidays and. I know um, you guys took a took some trips to maybe what like see some family and stuff. I know like I know Ross went to Arizona. Em, you went to like Ohio. Yeah. So uh, so my best friend and I met in law school, and uh, the first semester of law school they scare you, where they're like, if you leave for Thanksgiving break, you're going to fail. Damn. Um, oh wow. So everybody stayed for first semester and we all did like a Friendsgiving and I was like, oh shit, this is like way better than going home. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is way better than traveling and eating bad food and like whatever. I'm just hanging out with friends. So um, since that time, she and I have spent our Thanksgivings together um, and her family's out in Columbus and I've been out there one other Thanksgiving um oh columbus yeah they are they are big uh buckeyes fans yep so uh you know i went out to them stayed with them i actually left and came back saturday morning because i was not interested in the ohio state festivities oh wow they lost michigan big time yeah i was gonna say as luck would have it it was good because they they lost. <laughs> yeah, they got Molly Watt by uh, by Michigan. Yeah, Love it Watt. was it was apparently a somber day Fucking in Jim their Harbaugh. house. Yeah, mm. his first so time ever beating Ohio State. Mm. Nah, I guess he's keeping his job now. Yeah, for sure. Sure. 
So that's good. Friendsgiving. I like Friendsgivings. Yeah, it was Friendsgiving for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Ross, how was um how was Arizona, man? Yo, Thanksgiving in Arizona. Thanksgiving in the desert was great. <laughs> it's kind it of the great. opposite of Thanksgiving weather. I mean, Thanksgiving weather according to who? Oh, like you want it to be cold. It was cold at night. It was cold when the sun went down. We did get our first snow. I saw my first snow this year in Ohio. Mm, the mm, mm. Oh, wow. uh, night of Thanksgiving going into Black Friday. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. No snow. No snow no for snow me. No snow in D.C. yet, though. No snow for me, and I had no complaints. <laughs> Every time I think of the desert, I think of, like, boys to men video, music video. Water run dry. Nice. Is that what it was like? <laughs> nice. <laughs> we don't even talk anymore. Um, did either of you watch the Hulu show Nine Perfect Strangers? Nah, I thought okay. you were gonna go into the pop song one, but no. <laughs> I, 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 I was so ready to talk about how they did homie Mike dirty, but carry on. Well, you Oof. can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going, but that was on Netflix and not Hulu. Ah, no, it's on me. Carry on. You were saying Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu is the show about these people that like go to this wilderness retreat at like this wellness camp, you know, for like rich people. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, every time I watched the episode, I was literally like Googling, like how much is a wellness retreat in Sedona? (laughs) And then I would see the price. and I would be like, Nope, can't do that. But if you have watched nine perfect strangers, your impulse should not be to go to a wellness retreat. But it, it did not have that effect on me. I was like, sign me up. So I've never watched Nine Perfect Strangers, but I was a big fan of a show called Arrested Development. Yes. <laughs> and uh, in it. Amazing. And in it, George Bluth. There's always money lodge? in the banana does have Does, does have a, <laughs> uh, a retreat. It wasn't in Arizona, but it was definitely in the desert. It was near... The Mexico the border, border. And, <laughs> and all hell what? broke loose because it was too hot. The all houses they were building that fo- that fell apart. That that was that part of their retreat. No, say that again. The houses they were building that. Like, oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. They had yurts and they had lemonade. <laughs> they had yurts. <laughs> oh man, you guys are great for, uh, for, oh, for knowing these. That reference. show's great. That show's great. What was what was the show? Nine Strangers. You know what show? Nine I used to Perfect like a lot? Strangers. I used to just like the show Perfect Strangers with Larry and Balky. That was a good show. No, Perfect Strangers. Not familiar with that one. What? I'm pretty sure it was called Perfect Strangers. Oh, you know what? I take it back. I they am were like in Chicago. It was a sports. And writer. the only reason why I'm familiar with that show is because it was the spin. Um, no, it wasn't this. It wasn't a spinoff. But um, Family Matters is a spinoff from that show. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Perfect Strangers, 1986, yeah. eight seasons. Yeah. Let's bring I it back full lie. circle. Let's bring it back full circle. I started watching that show on Hulu sometime during the pandemic. <laughs> Oof. Bronson, Bronson, uh, Pin, Pinot. How do you say his last name? Pinchot, Pinchot, Pin, Pinchot. I would just say Pinchot, but Pinchot. his first name is Bronson, so he's probably not even French. No, I don't know. Balky Bartokomus was the guy that he played, and then Mark Lynn Baker was Larry Appleton, his cousin, Bro. right? 
this show was one of the funniest shows I'd ever seen in my life. Anyways, yeah, whatever. You said Perfect Strangers, Nine Perfect Strangers. I just thought of Perfect Strangers. So Nine Perfect Strangers isn't like a reality show. It's just like a sitcom. No, it's a, it's a one-season show. I love those little miniseries. Yep, miniseries. And there are all these like different people that go to this like wellness camp to heal themselves. <laughs> and it ends up being like fucking nuts. Yeah, I was oh, for a hot minute. Yeah. Like rich people would have these retreats out in the desert. Yeah. And like as you watch the show, you should definitely your instinct should definitely not be like, sign me up. But I was watching it and I was like, how do I get there? <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Bobby uh Cannavale or whatever. Like, I, like, I was- like Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, that's a- I like her. Why you always gotta be a contrarian, man? Oh, but I'm not. I'm just saying she's high. Yeah, yeah, contrarian. She's high. You know, she's high. Melissa McCarthy, she's high. Contrarian. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, she's high. I mean, I, 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 think... I have no, I, I have no feelings towards her. So it's yeah, I think she's more I than Melissa McCarthy. Oh, Thank Michael you. Shannon is in this. Ooh. I like him too. Yeah, boy, Michael Shannon. Yo, Michael Shannon's scary. <laughs> He's, I like he's him scary. Too. Any anything that he plays in is scary. I like Samara Weaving or whatever her name. Is. Samara. I don't know how to say it. Samara. Oh, Samara. Is. She's Australian. Nah. Um, she kind of looks like uh, Margot Robbie almost or whatever. I don't know who that is either. You don't have to uh, waste your time. We've got Harley, way off Harley the rails, Quinn. by the way. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to waste your time trying to trying to explain to me who looks like what. Oh, Regina Hall's in this? Ah, her I There's like. a lot of people in that in that show. Melvin Gregg is in this? I don't know who that is. Yeah, if you see his picture, you would. Maybe. You you watch uh you watch uh Oh man. Or not not a movie, it's a show on FX. Uh, more than likely I don't, but go. Oh no, I know you do. I well, you I I mean it's Oh, like the Ricky, it's it's not the Rick Ross story, uh, but kind of is. Oh, okay. Snowfall. No, no, I haven't watched it. Oh, bro, you got to watch Snowfall. I started watching the first episode and I was like, all right, I'll I'll come back to that. Nah, it's good. It's it's really good. And then, and then John, John, uh, what's my brother's name? Yeah. You know who died. And then I was like, yo, I got to get back to it. But Singleton, John Singleton. And then I was like, I got to get to it, but. Still not. Nah, it's a wild show. It's good. All right. Anyways, I don't know where we went with on this. How, how, how do we get? How do, how do we end up talking about this? Well, I was I was telling you about the desert and then, yeah. Emily and then I hijacked had to it. get all super DC lawyer bougie on us well, and be like, "Yo, I need to go on one of these retreats." I was like, "I need to make it about me <laughs> and and stay in a yurt." Wow, where there's like a fire in the middle. And drink some kava, yeah, <laughs> or whatever weird liquid that they have when they're out there. When hey, they're on Nine Strangers, they get personalized smoothies. Oh. <laughs> that that kava tea is not a joke. I'm telling you. And then you, right you now. get like uh, you start having visions and hallucinations, and you come mm-hmm. face to face with your true self, and that's your spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And then you come Looking back and you're just and like shit. relaxed. <laughs> I've I've come to terms with who I really am. Yep. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> 
I, I, I had a good cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there's got to be a cry. It's very, very cathartic. <laughs> oh, brother. Very cathartic, very existential. Yeah. I just, I feel like I need somewhere to go cry. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're a lawyer. Lawyers don't cry, B. Nope. <laughs> it's called the shower. Just, just, oh wow! Are you, are you revealing some things there. about yourself now, Saul? <laughs> that's that's where you cry. You just cry in the shower or or the corner of the bed when you wake that's, up and you. That's why his showers are so long. Yeah, fast. <laughs> I have to recharge. So he's doing fast. that, and he's fighting COVID patients with his long showers. <laughs> that's right. Uh, those long showers. Uh, I have to. I, I got to get up extra early for for those showers in the morning. Mm. Hey, at least you don't have 30-minute lunches anymore. No. That's illegal. They should be criminalized, those 30-minute lunches, I tell you. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't do anything in 30 minutes. By the time you start, like, maybe eating, you know what I mean? You're about 20 minutes into your break. That's, yeah. Give me a break. Literally. Another a 30 real minutes. One. And I got it. Ha! But anyways, all right. Wows and pals. Now that we're now that we're like let's let's go with Emily because you yeah. you seem to be going down a certain path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's start with you. What's your oh, wows and pals? Goodness. So my pal. Well, I really thought about it. I don't know if I have a wow right now. Damn. Um, I feel you. <laughs> you know my my pal is that. Um, I've had a pet hedgehog for five mm. years, and um, she passed away on Sunday. Yeah, and it was sad. And um, now I'm like 100% alone in my 600 square foot apartment. <laughs> and like, there have been moments this week where I've like, I haven't broken down her cage yet. That's a problem for Sunday, but like. I've gone to like feed her bowl at night out of habit and been like, oh no, she's not here. Um, so you know, it's a little it's a little sad. Um, fully alone at my age. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> so that's my pal. Mm. Um, I mean, I would say, like, if I had to have a wow, I think she had a really good life, but mm, I'm just not there right now, so I don't know what my wow is. It's never easy losing a pet, that's for sure. Accept the negative, uh, accept the negativity, roll with the feelings. Yes, correct. And, like, I have this week been very focused on, like, she had an excellent life. (laughs) (laughs) um but now i'm just kind of dealing with like oh there's literally nothing else alive in this apartment (laughs) so get a plant uh, yeah no be a plant mom um i have lots of plants i have a habit of killing them Mm. so i have i currently have five plants that are alive good but, i got a succulent a little tiny baby succulent oh i have i have four plants and like an aloe plant um but i've had many more and really my hobby is like 
bringing home a new plant and seeing how long it survives before I kill it. Wow. So. (laughs) I kill a lot of plants. And actually, you know how I kill them? I kill them by giving them too much love. I'm like, oh, aren't you thirsty? Have some more water. And what was that, that that cartoon character Elmira? Yeah, yeah. Tiny Toons. Yeah, I I'm gonna hug you and squeeze you and kiss you. And... <laughs> mm. Mm. Killing a lot of plants over my, there. My, my plants horrible. do not die from neglect; they die from too much attention. I'd be burning a lot of plants. You get what I'm saying? Hey! <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Except you're not. (laughs) Cordy, yeah, no. Um, So anyway, rest in peace, Pineapple the Hedgehog. Rest in peace, Pineapple. And then who else? Who else got some shit to share? (laughs) Lived a good life. Hit me, Ross. Hit me with your wows and pals. Well, yeah, y'all already got my wow. I mean, I, I, I was in the Mesa, Tempe, Scottsdale area for Thanksgiving. Um, it was very refreshing. It was it was it was a great trip. I really liked I really liked the area. Although it was, it was very dry, obviously. Um I wasn't ready for that kind of dryness. But um aside from that, like that was that was a it was a great time. I really really enjoyed it. My brother in law lives out there. He's always the one making trips toward to the east coast to uh see fam and all of that. So this time we figured we'd go over there. Um, the plan was again, like last year, go to Canada, and then this year go to Arizona. So we got to figure out when we're gonna squeeze in Canada. But um, yeah. So that's the wow. As far as the pal, um, I'm just trying to figure out like this whole uh, Omicron, Omicron, Megatron strain, mm-hmm. like Omarion, <laughs> the Omarion. Like we went ahead and just fucking. Just yo, what the fuck, yo? Here we yeah. are again. So, yeah. you know that when fall was coming, we were all excited to be coming out of this whole bullshit. And then the Delta variant just like fucked everything up. Now all those of us who were looking forward to uh to getting boosted for the summer, um, we got to worry about Omicron. So yeah, that's the that's the pal. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out when I'm getting my booster before I come to Florida for Christmas. <laughs> Yo, get get you a booster and an oxygen and gas mask. <laughs> like, yo. Yeah, for real. So, so sidebar before you go into your wows and pals, Mr. Saul. Um, I had a I had a uh, a meeting, you know, at my new job. So we were doing a uh, so we're doing a nationwide training. For us newer employees, and then they're all asking us questions, and it seems like everybody, everybody is working from home except the Florida and Texas employees because you can do whatever <laughs> you want in Florida and Texas. Mm. That yep. was kind of because they were talking about, oh yeah, well who's doing? You know, they're talking about like client visits, which is when you go and you visit clients at their site. And then they're like, yeah, you know, I'm in Connecticut, so I haven't had the opportunity to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then this this lady who like was working out of Tampa is like, oh yeah, I've been on plenty of client visits. And then, just, <laughs> then she's like, well, wh- which, where are you? She's like, oh, I'm out in Tampa. Yeah, Florida. I was like, damn, there we go. Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, we we lifted our mask mandate almost two weeks ago, and you wouldn't know it walking around here. Grand opening, grand closing. All the places you go into still ask you to have their masks, which to some degree I feel like is kind of performative at this point. But like, I was like, oh shit, no more mask mandate. And like one day I got on the elevator at my apartment without a mask, and I was like, oh, I'm the only asshole without a mask on. Okay, peer pressure. I guess I'll put it back on. And then Omicron happened, and I was like, okay, fine. All right, mm. I guess I have to wear it. Mm. Man, fudge all that. That sucks. I mean, it just does. I don't know. It just it is what it is. We got to do what we have to do, but it does suck that uh, this thing is. Uh, I guess it's coming back around. I was listening to NPR uh, on the way home from work, and they were talking about the or the Omicron variant or whatever, and they're saying how. And where was this? Was this in Africa or South Africa or South Africa? Well, that's was where it? they that's where they sequenced it, but it probably didn't start there. Well, they're saying how the hospitals are full with like uh, people who are like forty yeah, under under forty. Yeah, under forty. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and um, apparently, if you've if you've had it before, this still is like you know has a higher you know there's a high rate of of you catching this regardless i think it was um maybe it was sweden or norway one of them came out recently and said that they've also found that strain in their population and they it happened before there were any flights from south africa so like it probably didn't originate there that's just they were really good at sequencing and passing on the information and now we're punishing those areas. Um, but yeah, like definitely all these variants is a fucking yeah, problem. Yeah, and if everybody would get vaccinated, that would be helpful. Yeah. That's all anybody had to do at the beginning of this year. But no, nobody wanted to get microchip. Nobody wants Don't to Don't tell me a what to do. This is America. Nobody, you know, <laughs> ugh, idiots. Anyways, um, Let's see, my wows and pals. I, I've, uh, uh, all right. So my wow is like, I am drinking better vodka tonight. Oh, oh. wait, can that be a wow? That's definitely a wow. Why not? Oh, I'm, good. I'm drinking Roku Gen, so let, let that be my wow. Anyway, continue. That's, Sorry, that, I'm just yeah. interrupting everybody. I'm What's Roku Gen? Roku? Is that fancy? Roku Gen is a Japanese gin, and it oh, is. Oh, you're a Japanese gin fan? Oh, yeah, it's so international good. attorney. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Okay. It's very good, but I'm gonna stop interrupting everybody. It's like oh. I haven't talked to humans in three weeks. Let's see here. All right, <laughs> please go ahead. This is a conversation. Oh. Look at the fancy bottle it comes in. All right, I see it. I see. Oh, I just looked it up. It. It's delicious. And if you don't like gin, I tell you, try this gin, and you will change your mind. That's what I say about Hendrix. Oh yeah, Hendrix no, is this good. is way yeah. better than Hendrix. Yeah. What? Way better. All right, I'm gonna find out. I'll find out. I did. I, I had that Casadores or whatever, the tequila with the beer. Casadores, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. No. Good. Okay. Wait. Can I segue for just like two seconds? Yes. <laughs> There's a distillery up here in DC. It's called Green Hat Distillery, um, and they make gin. 
And you actually, it's green hat gin is sold in different places in Florida. So you might've seen that at some point in time. But anyway, I was there one time and I was at the bar and I was talking to the bartender and I was like, listen, I know it's uncouth to talk about another makers of gin. I was like, but have you ever heard of Roku gin? And he went into the back of the distillery and came back with a bottle of Roku gin. He was like, I fucking love this gin. He's like, it's contraband here, but I keep it on. I keep it on hand for myself. Okay. So if the distillers of another distillery are keeping your gin on hand. It's because it's fucking good. <laughs> your favorite mm. distiller's favorite distillery. Nice. Oh, yeah. you might have to fudge with Roku gin. You know what I'm saying? Because things <laughs> fell apart with you know? Western <laughs> Sun. They're, they're right there on the desk. That's on brand for us. Um, yeah, no, not Western Sun. Anyway. I'm going to be yeah. quiet again. Zip my lips. Continue about your <laughs> no, house. No, you're good. It was, uh, but yeah, I was, I was very happy because um, my landlady actually uh, gave it to me. Um, like I came home from work. It was, it was there in the back. Uh, it was like the giant handle of Tito's and, uh, and a nice little card. And, uh, and it was nice. You know, I, I got a little choked up reading the card and everything um, because it's kind of connected to my pal, um, which I, 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 I know Ross knows. I'm not sure if I shared with you. Maybe I yeah, did. You did. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. you know, the rest of the world out there, hey, let me know. But uh, your 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 favorite podcaster's got to move, baby. <laughs> um, I've <laughs> I've been here for I want man like six years or something at this house, and uh, it's just been the best. And I've had like the best relationship with my landlady and and uh, and her husband Frank and um, her mom who lived next door. Um, and unfortunately she passed away earlier this year. Um, but that, that was kind of the deal, I guess. Um, like, you know, they had these, both these properties, but, um, I guess she didn't really need to keep them. So she sold them to some developer who happened to be, uh, Peter Duke or whatever, or no, what's it? Yeah. Is it Peter, Peter something, the zombie house flipper guy on A&E. Oh, yeah. I, I, he called me. I had to talk to him. It was crazy. I mean, you know, on TV. What's that? Are you gonna be on TV? No, nah, hell no. Nah. You kidding me? You kidding me? <laughs> no, no, right, no way, right. no way. Um, but yeah, yeah, zombie house flipping. That's what it is. Peter Duke is his name. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, like uh he introduced himself to me, you know, because I, I I've got till about February, I got till February first, uh, officially. So um, but I'm trying to stay in the area because I've um I mean, I've been here for so long already. Kind of like my life is kind of uh, built around this, all of this. So it's kind of tough to, I don't know, just like I guess move elsewhere, right? I I, I don't know. I mean, I've never really had to had to really face this like this. Um, you know, I've I've never really been in a place so long that I was like, oh, all right, you kind of forget, like, you know, you might have to move. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, so that kind of sucks, but. Um, Peter Duke is a great guy, and um, that you know our, of. What's that? That you know of. Yeah, that I know of. I mean, it, you know, we had a good conversation. <laughs> he, was, he was super nice. Like, I mean, he's like he's like my new landlord technically. I guess for the next for like, now, right? Yeah, for the next oh, month man. or two months. So I've already kind of started looking at places. Luckily, more things are opening up around here. But hopefully, I'll find something. And uh, they're gonna tear this. They're gonna tear both these houses down. Like the house that I'm in and uh the house next door and uh they're gonna build three f- single family unit homes or whatever on this property 
Yeah. I'm very sad. I'm very sad to hear that. But I lied and I told him I'm very excited to see uh, his work once it's all done. <laughs> good man. Good man. <laughs> Completely lied. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, hopefully I, I've already looked at a couple places right around the corner from there. So I'll be driving by and, and I get to see the progress. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do there. And <laughs> and I'm just like, just as soon as I hung up, I wanted to just like crash my car. <laughs> Did like, you take yeah. a shower when you got home? What's that? Did you end up taking a shower when you got home? Oh my god, it's still I still feel dirty. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but yeah, no. So you know, it, it is what it is, right? What did I say, Ross? Like, say la vie. Is that right? Say la vie. Say la vie. Oh, oui, oui, mon chéri. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what happened. Hey, Tito's is kicking in, by the way. <laughs> the good stuff. That's what happened. Oh Lord, beware. <laughs> no but um but yeah so those are uh those are the wows and pals um but hopefully hopefully i'll find somewhere cool and um and we'll be all right i need to downsize anyways i mean it's just me in this you know the three-bedroom crib oh boy last time somebody talked about just being the only person in their house it got pretty dark <laughs> yeah well i mean because if you're comparing you know the only other living thing in the house to a pine to a hedgehog that's Hey, shut yeah. up. <laughs> she would sit on my lap every night. She would wow. snuggle. Oh, brother. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get down to it. Cause uh like we haven't been we haven't uh all three of us haven't been together for a couple of weeks now. Um I, I like Brock... Oh wait, 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 wait. I'll revise. My wow was listening to Brock last time. There ah, you go. How yeah, so how was it? Well, I really appreciated him talking about the vasectomy and taking on the responsibility of, you know, planning for pregnancy and all that stuff. So I, I, you know, I think I've already told you about that, but, but like, I really appreciated his perspective. So there's my wow. There you go. Yeah, no, it was good. Like, yeah, I had, I had Brock on um, last week or a week and a half ago. Um, Was it, was it last week? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But um but yeah, like uh he it's oh it's always great catching up with him and talking to him, but uh his it's it's just always great to listen to to his point of view on things because it I mean he, he was pretty spot on with everything that he was saying. And you can't really uh I mean you can't really argue that. I mean I, I can't imagine and like Emily just said, um uh, kind of like taking on that responsibility of like planning you know, like uh, pregnancy or not, you know, or not have or whatever, like, cause, cause it is like, I, I'm super guilty. Like never even thought twice about stuff like that. You know, like, like the whole episode that, that we spoke about and, and all the things that he said, never even thought I was like, yeah, I guess it's just what chicks got to do. <laughs> like, no, typical, totally. like, yeah, you I, know what I, mean? I really but, appreciate his perspective too, because like there are some women that need to be on birth control for other medical issues. And mm-hmm. there are some women who cannot be on hormonal birth control because of their respective issues. Right. Like, and it's like two parties at tangoing, right? Like it's a two party job, but it really has been put in the, in the hands of women. So I, I just really appreciated him talking about not only his choices, but like imploring other people to think about it. Yeah, no, it's it, it was it, it was pretty cool, um, but yeah, that, like I was saying, um, you know, the three of us haven't had a chance to 
to record a, a show, but um, and and it's funny because I I was thinking about this a couple of days ago, and I was like, all right, man, I I guess what are we gonna talk about? I'm I'm kind of like keeping an eye out on the news for certain things, uh, and then like. I swear to God, every time anybody, you know, anything like this happens, it's like, oh, school shooting. Ha! Like, surprise. And I hate to say it even in, in, in the way that I'm saying it, but it's like, yeah, it was almost, it's, it's like, it was just like another blip, right? Like, nobody was really even talking about it almost. Like, it's just, whatever. Um, what, the kid's like a 15 year old kid, I guess? Comes if in you and- asked me any kid that died in that shooting, I literally could not tell you their name. Yeah. That's how much of a blip on the radar it is to us. I know there were days. four of them. Yeah. There were four, but I couldn't tell you their names, right? Like, I don't know. That That's how, like, just newscast worthy it is, right? Just a blip on the radar. Yeah, we've, we've gotten somewhat desensitized to it because it happens all the damn time. Yeah. And uh, I guess what makes it a little more interesting is like there's a manhunt going on for the for his parents for the parental units. Yeah, they dipped. Son. So I guess like hours after the prosecutor announced involuntary manslaughter charges against the parents of uh, Ethan Crumley, who's a 15 year old accused of killing four fellow students at uh, his Michigan high school, Oxford. Uh, authorities are saying that like the parents are missing, and like in another twist, though, that the two attorneys uh, who said they were representing the couple released a statement. And they said the Crumblies had uh, left town for their safety and are returning for an arraignment. Yeah, they had a bolo out on them. So, I guess, uh, I, I guess what's happening is. Uh, a big part of this is like it's the text messages that I guess um, I don't know. Oh yeah, right? the mom was loose. Yeah, like, like some crazy stuff. So the mom was Emily, loose to say the least. Yeah, Emily sent me that 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 article about it, and um, like I couldn't believe it. Like, what what was she saying? Like uh, something about like just don't get caught or yeah. Oh, well, oh. he was at one point in time he was looking up ammunition on his and phone on Monday. and the you know the teacher oh, saw him Monday. and reported it yes and okay. the mom said back to him like lol it's okay just don't get caught you got to be better about not getting caught or something along those lines yeah yeah right? she was like, like i'm not mad at you you have to learn not to get caught yeah and then they got called in again for another concern about his behavior. On and Tuesday. they were really resistant to having him evaluated or anything else. Um, and so he continued on in school. Yo, so straight up, on Tuesday, um, a teacher found a note on his desk, took a picture of it on the low, and basically was a drawing of a gun. <clears throat> And basically, it said like the top, the thoughts won't stop. Help me, something like that. And then um, there was a drawing. Of, there was another one, like it was a drawing of a bullet. And uh, the words above it were like were were like blood everywhere. And um, there was actually someone between the gun and the bullet who looked like they had been shot twice. And uh, he also wrote something to the tune of "My life is useless and the world is dead." Right. So the school had a meeting with him. 
and asked the parents to have him, like you said, Emily, evaluated within the next 48 hours. And the school was like, maybe y'all should just take him home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, maybe y'all should just take him home. And they was like, oh, let him finish the day. You know what I'm saying? Like they resisted the idea of him having to go home for the rest of the day. They were like, nah, let him finish the day. Well, apparently they had bought him a gun on Black Friday. Yeah, they right here it says four um it was four days before it was used in the shooting. Yeah. Uh, it was Friday. Oh, it was, was an it? early oh. Christmas present. And his yep. mom had posted on social Jesus. media. Or maybe his dad had posted on social media. Somebody posted on social media about him trying out his early Christmas present. Yep. And then and he um, was 15. And then yeah. um and then when they got home, they just went about their day. Turns out he already had the gun on him on Tuesday when they went to the school. And the school had been like, yo, how about you bring him home for the rest of the day? And then yeah, he shot up. He did what he did. And then right after that, the mom texted him and it was something along the thoughts of don't do it because they realized that he had taken the gun or whatever. Yeah, he's, they, she said like, Ethan, please don't do it or something. And then mm. his dad called and was like, I hear there's been a shooting. It, I'm paraphrasing. It could be my kid, right? Like, Right. Mm. Yeah. Four kids murdered, seven more injured. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, that's just some wild... That's wild. That's American culture, though. Like, the desensitization to, like, that kind of violence and, like, the the whole idea of, like, just pulling some shit like that. Because America ain't the only country with, like, guns and shit like that where people are allowed to carry and all this... have all these guns in their houses, but for some reason... This type of violence seems to be synonymous with the United States. Like mass shootings on the reg. Yo, shot. I mean, I, I, I don't even know, but like RIP to the four students Madison Baldwin, 17, Tate Meyer, 16, Hannah St. Juliana, 14, and Justin Schilling, 17. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Also, what? fuck those parents for buying a fifteen-year-old a gun. Yeah, like, like that's the thing. But like, you look at a picture of, the, of his parents that I'm staring at, and I'm like, oh, uh, they probably. I mean, what else would they buy? They buy him anything. They, they're the parents that would buy him like crack. <laughs> wow. They're the parents that would like sit there and like, ugh. God, it's just—I mean, look at this dad's haircut. Still, what is he? What? What is? What, you just—I think I—I'm I, being bad, right? I'm just—I'm just being bad. I can't. I can't. Tell him why you mad, son. Tell him why you mad. I no, I, I mean, it's just like so. You sometimes you just look at people and you know, oh, he's a fucking criminal. <laughs> oh, I, I, we've had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, he won't be a criminal in the U.S. justice system. The Neanderthal eyebrows, you know. There you Slow. go. There no. you go. <laughs> Daffy Duck rises. But like it's just like ridiculous. Like I, oh my God. What would what would make you want to buy your 15-year-old, you know, a gun and <sighs> I mean, I am glad they're being charged, but I don't expect oh, a conviction. Sure. Really? What do you mean? 
Yeah, I gotta agree. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, they're being charged with a second degree manslaughter. I can't remember the exact charge, but to me, it doesn't really fit. To me, it's more like a reckless endangerment or some sort of like gross negligence that allowed them to do that. Um, and I don't know the particulars of the state laws, but to me, to charge them, if I recall correctly, it was some sort of murder or manslaughter charge to them directly. And I just don't think that they're going to succeed on that claim. Ain't not going to happen. I mean, we got Kyle Rittenhouse <laughs> gunning down people and getting off. Stop free. I mean, I mean, but what? Like, and offered uh, internships. What's the? Uh, yeah, by by cokehead pedophile Matt Gates. Um, yep, yeah, yeah, statutory. He'll case. still do it. You know, he'll still do it. What's he Facts. Doing? He's just offering him an internship, so he thinks he's going to bring around girls that age. <laughs> but he's been offered be by case. other people too. No. Yeah. I, but like, I, I guess, th- I guess this is where the conversation has to go, right? Everybody automatically pivots to gun control. Like it is that is that it really like I I I I, ironically enough it to me this one ain't even about gun control per se like it's really like yo your parenting skills fucking sucked on that one yep like that's that's it that's it don't give eighteen year olds firearms you're not an adult yet you don't have the full protection of the law. Like, I, like I don't even have beef with that part because I've known quite a few people who've had guns. Parents took them shooting since they were seven, whatever. Learned about gun safety, all that fun stuff. This right here is you're a fuck up as a parent. That's that's like straight up, and I'm and and I'm still all about gun control. I'm just saying this ain't this ain't it right here. This is like mom and dad. What the fuck? Like, four people are dead, four kids, and we don't know how many others, you know what I mean, as far as, like, the seven who are injured, we don't know how many others are going to go, and that's on them. That's on them, especially if the school calls you, like, yo, something may not be right with your child. Well, and I guess I want to kind of segue a little now, because if we're blaming the parents for this fucking maniac... Um, like how how much responsibility falls on Rittenhouse's mom, right? Oh no, 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 no. So blaming the parents, I'm not saying the parents bear the sole responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I hear you on that, but I'm well, just saying like, let well, me go just ahead, go say ahead. that if I was the defense attorney for the parents of this kid, Ethan, I would be like. The school kind of absolved us of responsibility because they didn't make us take our child for an observation. Right? Like, the school should have been like, nah, your kid is too high risk. Right? Like, the fact that they were like, oh, please take them to an evaluation, but we're not going to force an evaluation makes it too much shades of gray to be like, well, reasonable minds can differ. Yeah, see, that's the lawyer talking. I'm, mm. I see what you're saying, but, and I agree. 
uh, that that's a possible defense. It's still fucked up, but yes, you're correct. Maybe the school should have fucking forced them to take the kid off. But yo, if the school calls me and tells me of all the foul shit that my child is doing, I'm like, yeah, maybe we should take his ass home for the rest of the day. Clearly, he needs to, you know, have a conversation and let's figure these things out. But nah, they were like, nah, this motherfucker's staying. Yep, but the school was like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. on that end. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I on guess he's not like, that okay, much I'm, of a threat. I guess we'll, I guess we'll, we'll keep him. Hmm. I'm just saying from a legal perspective, that decision muddies the waters. Well, that's horrible. I mean, I, I, I don't know. And so you were asking about Rittenhouse's mother? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously we're talking about how, how shitty of parents um, James and Jennifer are. Um, we literally have, you know, this mom who dr- drove her son while he's carrying, a, you know, a gun. An assault rifle. Yeah, to, to fucking some protests to protect property that he didn't own. Well, if his son, if her son okay? is not guilty of murder, I doubt she's guilty, will be held guilty of anything. Oh, absolutely. You know, and <laughs> he, he had, he had a, 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 the gun illegally. He, he was underage. But, like, how, how does, how come Michigan, I guess, like, how did they, how, how are they going after the parents in this case? And Nobody's going after uh, this guy's mom. Well, well, it really depends on state law. That's about. Right? That's what I was about to say. These are okay. different states. Okay. Mm. I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse was a little bit different because in that state, the state basically has to disprove self-defense, whereas in other states, the defense has to prove self-defense. And actually, if you want to get like wonky about it i actually think that the wisconsin rule that the prosecutor has to disprove it generally is the right thing but it was applied wrongly in this case um but in other states it just completely depends right like but like his mom can't be held liable for something criminally if his if her own son was held not guilty right like i mean she could but it makes the prosecutor's job very difficult right they could still charge her but the defense attorney would just have a field day on the fact that her son was declared not guilty yeah this is law and order the prosecution sucked in that case anyways i mean apparently they did a horrible job well not apparently i mean i they did they did a, a horrible job with everything. And then, you know, the biased ass judge clearly just I mean, I whatever. Mean, here's the thing. The law the like fundamentally the law is wrong when you can say I subjectively felt in fear and everyone's just supposed to say like, oh okay, right? Like, okay. Instead of saying, like, would a reasonable person be in fear when they put themselves in that situation? That's a completely different analysis. So it's really like the law that's a a, a big problem in these cases, because 
of course, anybody trying to prove self-defense in these situations is going to say, like, of course I fear for my safety. That's what we see from the fucking police officers all the time. Of course I fear for my safety. I was approaching a car. I didn't know what was in it. Like, Mm. he said he had a gun that he owned legally, and I was in fear, right? Like, it's all bullshit. So, like, it needs to come out of the subjective experience and into the objective experience. Um, and until that changes, like, everyone's kind of up a creek. Um, uh, yeah. I know Ross wanted to, well, real quick, what it needs to come out of the subjective experience? Yeah, so, like, when a lot of times the jury is asked to think, did this person, did Kyle Rittenhouse actually fear for his safety when he was employing lethal self-defense? And he was up on the stand crying and sobbing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, he threw a plastic bag at me, whatever bullshit, right? Versus an objective experience saying like, okay, I placed myself in that situation knowing the risks. And I'm not going to be a biased motherfucking asshole that's just afraid of a black person because they're black, right? Like, was my fear reasonable from an objective point of view versus a biased individual point of view? Mm. It's like when you look at Trayvon Martin and you look at uh, Zimmerman, his whole thing was like, I was afraid in that moment. You were afraid of a child with Skittles? Like, what? What? Like, that's 140 not pounds soaking right. wet. Right. So, like, that's not reasonable. But if you put it in the subjective person of, like, do I believe that in the moment George Zimmerman was afraid? Like, that's easier to convince a jury because you've got him on the stand weeping and crying and, like, shaking and putting on all these theatrics versus being like, I wouldn't be afraid of a kid in a hoodie with Skittles at fucking 11 o'clock at night or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, the objective versus subjective is really key in these cases. And a lot of times the state looks at the subjective versus the objective. Well, I, I mean, I just really like that. What you said, that quote was great. It needs to come out of the subjective experience and into the objective experience. So I was like, oh, dropping, yeah. dropping bombs. <laughs> no, I'm not going to take credit for that. That's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the discourse now, like, Officers, when they testify about using lethal force, they will talk about their subjective experience about how they felt afraid approaching a car. Motherfucker, if you feel afraid approaching a car, don't be a police officer. That is your job, right? Like, <laughs> um, uh, you know, he identified himself as having a loaded uh, a firearm with him. Okay, he identified it. That should actually reduce your fear, right? Like. But instead, we're, like, shooting people in their cars for identifying weapons. Um, So if it's a subjective test about whether you believe that particular officer felt fear versus whether you believe it was reasonable for an objective person standing in his shoes to feel fear, those are two different analyses. Mm. Very different. Ross, you wanted to... You, well, you were saying some stuff to me where we were speaking earlier. Oh, yeah, no, it was just about uh, like Rittenhouse and what, like uh, Arizona State University. And yeah, he got, I he guess got all kicked that, out. The whole blowback thing. Like, what's going on with that? No, he got kicked out. His plan was to 
move on with his life and attend <laughs> ASU, right? Like go to college. Like again, he technically just graduated high school. Oh my just gosh. happened to kill three people. In between all of that, he he killed two. Shot you know, shot three, yeah. killed two. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he just happened to let's get the facts straight. He 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 was planning on going to ASU as he was. I believe he was having that conversation with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and um, Jesus Christ. And um, the how, ASU does, st- how is he still on TV? How? Yo, Tucker Carlson is. He should get it. Get it. How you live. Um, <laughs> for real. One day, one day, but, fingers crossed. <laughs> but the ASU students were like, "No, no, no, not my ASU." So they were protesting, which is ironic because while I was out there, they were. I, I didn't know. I didn't see any of those protests. We were by ASU, but that's neither here nor there. But um, yeah, they were protesting, and uh, ASU was like, "Nah, fam, you can't. You can't attend." Man's is not even going to be able to take online classes. Like he's, he will not be an ASU student, and so uh, watch, watch, watch. He ends up going to like Liberty or something. For sure. Yeah, but um, no, nah, they they weren't having it. Which, which I mean, think about it. Like, what kind of college experience did he expect to have after doing something like that? Like, you really wanted to go out west? Well, I guess it wasn't too far west for him, being that he was from. Uh, from Illinois, but you really were planning on going out there and thought that you, you it was just going to be honky-dory, like, yo, Kyle Rittenhouse is, let me borrow a pencil, bro. Like, no. Not going to happen. He'll probably go to Hillsdale College, which I believe is in Wisconsin. There you go. Or no. or Oral or Roberts. Yeah. Mm. Definitely Oral Roberts. You know? <laughs> like one of them. One of those. Yeah. Maybe one of those fall. Oh, Liberty. Yeah, fall. Yeah, world. Liberty, fall son. World. Yeah, that's right. Heritage. Oh, uh, sorry, Hillsdale College specifically rejects federal funding so that they do not have to provide constitutional rights to their students. Mm. Jesus. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> And they're they're a huge feeder school to the Heritage Foundation. There you go, or Bob mm. Jones. Yep. Mm. There you go. What a joke, Heritage Foundation, like Heritage. I mean, would that be like Heritage Christian School or no, 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 no? She's talking. Are they about all connected somehow? Nah, she's talking about a think tank, bro. Think tank. Yep. Oh we. Mm-hmm. Man. So. Anyway, um, Kyle, what what you got to say, Ross? No, that was it. I was just talking about yeah. him getting kicked out of uh, of ESU. I mean, I have nothing to say in terms of like the verdict. It was expected. Yeah. Um, he, he was a seventeen year old white guy, so he was allowed to be seventeen, right? Like, yeah. there's this thing. There's this thing where where like you could tell like a, a black man, like, bro, I ain't been seventeen since I was twelve. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, no, it was, it was expected that, that his experience would be seen through the lens of a 17 year old boy, even though when you think about what he did had as premeditated as it was like, Hey mom, I have an idea. I'm going to grab that rifle. We're going to get in the car. We're going to drive across state line from Illinois to Wisconsin. 
and I'm going to stand with the rifle outside of an abandoned business, an abandoned building for a business that's not there anymore. And I'm going to protect that property from vandals. But uh, And wear my first aid kit. Facts. I mean, to be intellectually honest, I know adult system at the arbitrary cutoff age of 18, it's just arbitrary. It's a number that they came up with 100 years ago before they understood brain development and understood that our brains aren't fully developed until we're 25. So we already have an arbitrary cutoff, but we, we do not apply charging someone as an adult at all in an equitable manner, right? Like we know that people of color are far more likely to be charged as adults than white people, white children are to be charged as adults. But, like, I, I feel like rather than racing to the bottom, we all need to have a higher level discussion about how, like, the whole system needs to be reformed so that we're actually looking at development of people and applying it across the board. Like, we have, like, 12-year-old boys, black boys, being charged with murder as adults, right? Like, yep. that's crazy town. That is that is so devoid of any social science or any information we know about childhood development or brain development or ad nauseum any other issue. Um, but we also have so many children that are white that get the benefit of being charged as juveniles, which they should be, but so should the children of color, right? Like we just, and and like all these school shootings, the kid that just shot up the school, he's being charged as an adult. And frankly, to be intellectually honest, I don't agree with him being charged as an adult, right? Like I just don't after everything I know about what that means. I just, but, but like, it's hard to say, like, don't charge him as an adult when I know about all the egregious, flagrant, like, mishaps happening to people of color in the country being charged as adults and being locked away for the rest of their lives, right? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's there's a larger, like, meta sort of conversation about what it means to be charged as a child versus or a juvenile, quote unquote, versus an adult, But, like, if we're going to draw this artificial distinction at some point in time, some age, then we should actually follow it. That should not mean that you can then decide to charge somebody under that age as an adult. Like, they're not a fucking adult. (laughs) They are not. Charge their parents as adults, that's fine. They were the ones responsible for them. But, Mm. anyway, that's, Mm. that's my... You know, oh, those, those those disparities are real, and they're as American as apple pie. Yeah, I um, I need a refill. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had. I wish you had more, more time. time. I love that movie, boy. Man on fire, boy. Shout out to mm. Denzel. <laughs> Shout out to Omar. That's one of that's like one of Omar's favorite movies. Yeah. I watched um I watched the uh the Equalizer two while oh. uh, while I was in Arizona. Hey hey, it, it's I I I saw it. It was entertaining enough. Yo, that was you, you know vintage. what's not classic classic Denzel, bro. You know what's not entertaining? That Equalizer show on TV with Queen Latifah. Ooh, you boy. know what? I'm gonna have to call shenanigans on that because it is just as good. <laughs> Damn, bro! Stop right now. 
It is just as good. Stop it right now. Nope, I will not. Um, <laughs> oh, will God. Not. Because I watched, watch I watched quite a few episodes of that as well. Oh, my. Oh, my. Did you... Oh, my. <laughs> you know? Queen Latifah looks great. She's just not as spry as she used to be, you know? Some of these Calm action down. scenes. You didn't think she was spry back then either. No, she wasn't. And some of these action scenes, you know, are uh, are a little rough to watch. Really? They're, they're not high action scenes, though. Oh. It, that, like, exactly. it, like <laughs> no. She, 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 still gets, she still gets kudos from me. Yeah, right. She ain't doing all the tricks on that motorcycle. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, I know she rides, but not like that. Come on, uh, son. You don't you don't remember Queen Latifah's uh, videos with her in her motorcycle jumpsuit? Was she like the Rough Rider crew for a second or something? No. Nah. <laughs> nah. nah, she was pre Rough Riders, son. Oh, she definitely was pre Rough Riders, but for some reason, I feel like she was in some DMX videos on her bike. She could have been. She could have been. You know what? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna shoot you some bell on that because she might have been. There were there were quite a few uh there were quite a few cameos in the How's It Going Down video and yeah. in the Get At Me Dog video. You know, you and I T Y. You and I T Y. That's a unity. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Queen Latif. All right, I gotta get a refill. Let's go get that <laughs> refill, sir. And then uh and then let's uh we'll finish this up when we come back because uh, there's uh there's there's a couple more things that I want to hit Smush on. Smushmortions. Yeah, I, I really want to hear your take on this, actually. Because um, uh, I'll just leave it at that. I'm just, I'm shocked. I really am kind of shocked that um, just the audacity of of these people trying to um, repeal, like, Grover There's no more smushmortions if you live in red states. It's fucking wild. But all right, let's... Uh, all right. Let me do this thing. Hold on. Uh, how, how does it work? I got to do this real quick and get the music going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll be back and, and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, maybe, we'll wrap maybe it up. don't get another drink. Nah, I'm going to get another drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be back, guys. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, it'll be like a two second break for you guys. Word. Peace. <laughs> what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Yeah. Welcome to the bitches. And we back. And we back. Love it. I don't I I don't know if I like I don't know which half I like more the first half or the second half. <laughs> well, why is that? I, I, I you know <clears throat> it was definitely like loosey goosier in the second half, right? Oh uh, yeah, because you are devolved, you are unhinged. <laughs> that's usually when the that's usually when the when the liquor hits. That's when you've got to. That's when you got to give the. Uh, what is it? The uh, <laughs> like the warning. The the uh, 
What's it called? The disclaimer. The disclaimer. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, that's what you do at the club. Got to tap you on the shoulder, like, "Yo, man, chill, chill." The show's disclaimer. Hey, listen. This week, hey, it's my birthday week. All right, I don't want to hear it. I'm allowed. Yeah, oh right man, right talk about you're it. Wow. I'm allowed. I'm allowed. I turned. Hey, you know. hey. Why what? wasn't that your wow? Because I, I was, I was actually saving that as a shout out for the oh. end. But okay. Oh, it's all good. I mean, that. It's, it's not my it's, wow. Nah, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. He's allowed to say it's his birthday week. Yeah. It's, it's, it's either a wow or a pow. Mm, it's, damn, Emily. Wow, yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know, I would probably say it's always a little bit of both when mm. it's when it's at this stage of the game. Mm. <laughs> Por que no you know, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of the wow, it's a little bit of the pow, I guess. I don't know. Um yeah. This time is here. God damn. Yeah, super fast, man. Holidays and everything, too. Just no, man. We talk about your birthday, bro. Come on. Yeah, but I'm talking about everything. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all at the same time. You know what's <laughs> a little bit so... crazy? What's that? I say, you know what's a little bit crazy is we're about a week or a week and a half out from when we did a podcast right before Christmas slash my birthday. Oh, and then right. I later found out I had COVID while we were recording. Man, it's been almost a year. Almost a year. Holy moly. I don't know what's happened. We got to gotta come up, we, I, we gotta do so. I got I to gotta come up with something special. We got to, I don't know. Not for COVID? No, not for COVID, but, you know, just for the year. The year. Oh, okay. You know, I don't, I don't know. Oh, hmm. uh, uh, what's in uh, what's in a year review? Something out, man. I'm gonna have to listen to a lot of a lot of horrible podcasts. <laughs> I have to listen to a lot of a, a lot of these shows to try to see where we were at last year <laughs> compared to now. That's funny. That is. That's pretty wild. Um, but yeah. Maybe the second half more than the first half. I don't know. Anyways, we're back. Welcome back, guys. I I, I, I I must <laughs> say that I appreciate the first half because it's usually when we like get into the shits in terms of what's been going on in our lives. So that's always fun. Facts. However, the second half is usually when more four-letter words come out for show. <laughs> Yeah, what? like the, the first half's like kid friendly, you know. No, thank you, thank you, Emily, for being the voice of reason. I was gonna bite my tongue on that one, I mean, that's why I was, I was like, mm. Yeah, it is somebody. surely not. I think I probably dropped an f bomb my first sentence. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah, no, not, not kid friendly. Let's see. What? You know, I guess who isn't kid-friendly either. Well, I wouldn't say kid-friendly. I'd say probably woman-friendly. I don't know. Or maybe a little too woman-friendly. What, China? <laughs> no, Cuomo. Oh. What? Talking about the, 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 the disgraced governor? The disgraced governor and, uh, and his brother, apparently. Chris. Chris. I don't know that Chris. Okay, so, all right. Um, earlier this week, that was a Tuesday, CNN was like, yo, we're suspending Chris Cuomo 
Indefinitely. CNN's been watching the morning show. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm you okay. right now. Okay. So they're like, yo, we're suspending Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, indefinitely, right? Um, I think that it's because on Monday, what happened early Monday? I think was it Monday that like the some discovery documents came out, like the the attorney general, um, the New York is a New York attorney general released some docs, and basically it showed that um, Cuomo was a little more involved and in, in in helping his brother than he originally admitted, right? Mm. Um, I think that let me find. I had I had the quote from. I CNN. hope that same report comes out with DeSantis and Matt Gates goes down. I'm like, oh yeah, DeSantis was more heavily involved <laughs> in all this cocaine and pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same report, <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, okay. but um, there you go. CNN said, or some CNN spokesperson rather said. When Chris admitted to us that he had offered advice to his brother's staff, he broke our rules, and we acknowledged that publicly. But we also appreciated the unique position he was in and understood his need to put family first and job second. Damn. However, these documents talk about the shit that came out on Monday. These documents point to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. As a result, we have suspended Chris indefinitely pending further evaluation. Mm. Damn. Yeah. I mean, what kind of advice was he giving uh, them? uh, The quote that I like. The documents which we were not privy to before their public release raise some serious questions. Like, what kind of advice was he giving these people? I don't understand. I don't know. I ain't looking at these documents. Hmm. But it seems like he had an improper nature in terms of the relationship he had with the aides, like the people who were helping his brother. So I'm guessing he was just going ham, like, yo, this is what we need to do to make sure that homie Hmm. doesn't get... Well, too late because he had to step down. It was like, this is what we need to do. I think he was just, you know, he was actively involved. He wasn't just like, because originally he was saying that he was giving him advice in terms of how to handle certain things publicly. But it it seems like, no, he had been all up in it before it was even public that his brother was going to get these quote unquote allegations against him. So there we have it. My question is, Number one, is Chris Cuomo going to get fired? I'll give you my answer. I don't think so. (laughs) Fuck no. And then number two, and that's like, uh, but you got to ask anyways, is he like, is he wrong? Because, yo, that's his brother. He's got to look out for his brother. I say he is wrong because... Although that's your brother, yo, that's some shit that your family does that you just can't rock with. I yeah. know that we all come from this era and the Godfather where it's like you never go against the family. My man, we're talking about like allegations, again, quote unquote, allegations of, of, of sexual harassment and possibly sexual assault. So mm-hmm. I don't know. 
like how much you want to have somebody's back regardless of who they are when they're in the shits like that. I'm not saying cancel the motherfucker, right? Like, yo, I ain't talking to him. But don't be out here like, yo, this is what you need to do to evade these charges. These are my thoughts. What are yours? Uh, I, uh, the whole story, I mean, and I, I know, I don't think a lot of people have seen this program, but I, I've been binge watching it all week long. Um, or all, yeah, probably all week, all last week, part of last week. Well, last weekend, all week long. Done with season one. Uh, the Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. And uh, it's kind of like a... What, what was the show? The Today Show? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're talking about Matt Lauer. Yeah, the yes. Matt Lauer situation. But um, just like, I, I guess, kind of like throughout the show, it kind of goes through like the different levels and, and the different, just the links that people go through go go through to cover stuff like this up at that at that level right you know what i'm um, saying what about his brother well yeah so 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 that's the thing so part of the show also it's like starts going after the people that like like they knew what was going on you know like and not not the people but someone who would be like you know this person's brother like like the co-host you know, like who's who knows obviously what's happening, and and I and I guess a lot of the show too, and a lot of the question that 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 it kind of leaves you with is like how much of the of the responsibility falls on them as well, right? Like how much of the responsibility falls on on Chris Cuomo? Well, I don't know about responsibility, or, or, right? Or in terms of that, because I'm just saying, like Chris Cuomo, his brothers in the bind. Is yeah. it okay for him to be like, yo, I gotta help you out? I, I don't, I mean, that's what I want to know. Cause you know, it's tough. like, yo, you, you always, men, you know, when we talk like, yeah, you know, I, I'll lie for you on the stand, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Your mm. man catch your body. You know what I'm saying? I'll help you. You know what I'm saying? Aiding and abetting, all of that. Cool. So what I'm saying is that's, that's his brother. Is he foul for what he did? See, I mean, yeah, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. And in the show, the same thing. It's like they're they're wrong. That 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 character, that person, um, you know, that character, that person is 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 wrong. They're wrong, and 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 he is wrong. I mean, what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong, right? Right. I mean that it, it is, and when it especially when it comes to kind of situations like that. Um, Saul has a very strong moral compass, and it is black and white. There is no shade of gray. I mean, give me so, a little shade of gray because I was gonna say, like, but I, I don't want to compare it to like you know, like hiding a body. You know what I mean? Well. <laughs> Depending Stop on the situation and why you gotta hide this body. You. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see. I told you, as dudes, we, 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 we got. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like, what did this, what did this person do? You know, right? Like, why, why do we gotta hide this body? What happened? Right. Did I was he, just not, gonna compliment now, you, but never mind. Did he sexually never assault mind. a woman? If he sexually assaulted somebody that I personally know. Like let's see, you know, close to me. Then all right, we gotta hide this body. You see that? You see that? That's what I'm talking about. You see? 
But I don't think that's wrong because you know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> what I told that's what I'm saying when it comes to Duke. Listen, if somebody if, if Emily was in that situation and I had to handle something, you know, it's hey, Ross, I gotta hide this body, man. Key <laughs> money bags. Key money bags. Let's talk. I'm like, she a lawyer, she'll get us out of this. <laughs> no, no, she a family lawyer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> And Let's I get married, Ross. She'll refer us to someone she knows who might be able to get us out. <laughs> oh man, I mean, you know, yeah, but I mean, and, and it is so. And I see like the the dilemma that lies in that, you know, like the situation because it's family, right? And especially, I, I mean, not to try to fluff it up anymore, but you know, you think Italian American family, right? Brothers. Like it's like, yeah, hey, they, it, it's, it's, I don't know, it's wrong though. It, it is wrong, right? I mean, it is. I don't know why I'm asking you guys, because it kind of is. <laughs> it kinda is. It is. It just is. It's, it, it's wrong. Look, <sighs> you know, you, you're an accomplice to a, to a crime. It's wrong. What, what's it called when the cops get you for that? As an accomplice. Yeah, just uh, an accomplice. Yeah, an accomplice. There you go. Accomplice after the fact. Like yes. aiding and abetting, like Ross was saying. Aiding and abetting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So so then, how long is indefinitely, or rather, how long should it be, or rather, should they just? Will they fire him? I already gonna tell you they ain't firing this motherfucker. But I want to know what y'all think. Well, first, I want to know what's wrong with, like, having a strong moral compass. What? What Emily was saying about having a strong moral compass. I said. Black and white. I I I think you you kind of erased that the moment you said that it depends. So you no longer have a strong moral compass. Carry on. All right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Correct. I tried to compliment you and, and then you, you wouldn't just... shut your mouth. <laughs> and so I revoked it. Oh, okay. okay. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, he's not going to get fired. Saul? Well, I mean, not, I'm probably, I, I think he will. All right. So then here's the question then to both of you. Emily, how long is he suspended for until he comes back? Saul, how long is he suspended for until they fire him? Oh, he's already fired. The suspension is a firing. Trust so me. how long until they make <laughs> it official? Or do oh, they not? No, he'll get some, like, Brian Williams treatment. Like, he can go away for a little bit, and he can come back for, like, a long time, and then he can retire like we wanted him to. Hmm. So he's going to be with like HLN for a little while. <laughs> right? They're going to have him on the junior network Depends in like a year or so. I mean, I mean, shit. Jeffrey Tubin, right? Was like jerking off on Zoom. And he's back. Yeah, but he, he didn't rape anybody. He sure ain't. Neither did Chris Cuomo. Yeah, but Jeffrey Tubin didn't help rape anybody. I don't think Cuomo helped anybody rape anyone either. Hey, hiding, helping, same thing, whatever. He, I, it wasn't that he was hiding. 
He was just helping him in his defense. Hey, same thing. Like, uh, oh, I mean, I don't know. So, is this a comparable, uh, like, kind of argument, like, w- with an attorney who who's clearly defending somebody like O.J. Simpson, who's yeah, but somebody? Chris Cuomo is no attorney for yeah. for uh, <laughs> for his brother. So, no. Like, where's the moral compass there? I guess I don't know. You know, I, what do you- I think there is. I think he fucked up. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have done what he did in terms of like helping his brother stuff. No. From these ac- accusations to like try to look better publicly. No. Dude, he fucked up. Tell him he fucked up. Tell him you love him. And that he's got to carry that. Hmm. <laughs> he's old. very upset that I took the Moral Compass Award away from him. Nah. You can- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he was award. trying to get back. <laughs> Please, I'm not trying to get anything back. I know, I know what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. All right, See, there you go. Like that. That's his moral compass. There he He's is. very upset that he no, doesn't have it right I'm not now. Upset, please. I'm just saying. Listen, you know, there's always going to be gray. There's always gray. Like that, you that, do not. No, 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 no. You don't see gray. Do not even start. There is always gray. I mean. Do you think there's gray in trust? Mm. Wow, well, she a lawyer. Go ahead. I mean, now yeah. you either trust or you don't. No, I, I, there's always gray, like I, especially no, when it comes don't to. Don't even like, start. There is though, and 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 that's tell the crappy a, tell thing. Tell me a gray in trust. Tell me. Ah. Ah. Mm. Let me take another sip. Hold on. Mm, that, that ain't gonna help. <laughs> what's a what's a gray in trust for you, Saul? I mean, I don't know. I get. Uh, you can't say one because you don't have one. No, it, it's situational. It's just. It's Give me situational. A situation. Give me a it's, situation. I mean. All right, like you see, you know, some woman up right somewhere at a bar or at the grocery store. Okay, woman getting beat up. <laughs> in the bar. What grocery stores are you going I'm to? I'm listening. Could I'm in. Do? I don't know. I'm just saying. Any, any, yeah. any, anything uh-huh. can happen anywhere. You got me. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or like, what if it's a cop beating up his wife or something? Uh-huh. You know, you don't even. Yeah. You don't know. It's not in public or something. Yeah. Like, uh, I, like you, you, you wanna, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to. The right thing, I know. Look, the look, the right thing technically would be like, hey, like somebody better stop this person from doing this. Um, but at the same time, that's like the stupid thing. Because, what happens? You know, let's say you beat this fucking guy up. Or whatever, you, like you're the one that goes to jail. That's a very nice hypothetical, but my question was about whether there's gray in trust. <laughs> nice way to have not answered the question, <laughs> sir. I see why you do what you do for a day job. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this show has gone off the rails. I'm very sorry to everyone. Well, no, I, I mean, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like I'm just very bad at explaining myself and explaining things sometimes. And that's why I have Ross on this show, to hopefully bail me out. Don't drag me into this, bro. Yeah. I have I, I I don't have your moral compass. <laughs> what is your moral what is your moral compass, Ross? I have none. You're shut up. That's a lie. Ross has a moral compass. <laughs> a lot of but he's not upset that was a we lie. don't talk about it. Well, you know, look at what I mean. I I have none. We 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 go back and forth in deferring ideas all the time on this podcast. I think that um we view we view a lot of things differently, although we come from the same place. But I, 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 I'm, I'm always about, well, what about this detail? What about that detail? This, that, and third. Hell, I can remember when you were ready to put the pause to how old was the kid supposed to be because he allegedly touched some other little girl. Yeah, he's like 13. Yeah, and, you, and, you were, and you were ready to execute the little hey, boy. Hey, someone got to give the kid a spanking. <laughs> and I was like, nah. See, there you go. And I was like, nah. You talk to his parents. Yeah, you spank his parents too. And I have, no, the I have no qualms. I have no qualms of anybody going after the parents, but you don't yeah. go after after that little boy. You gotta learn. You gotta learn somehow. He'll never forget. He'll never do it again. Yeah. He gets smacked up by an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think that causes more harm than good. But that's that's my point in that you can't drag me in that because we have such deferring point of views on, <laughs> on things like that. that I mean, I'm not gonna beat up a kid, Ross. Come on, that's what you say now. What do you? But if we go back to that episode, <laughs> if we go back to that episode, what kind of animal do you think I am? am? What kind of monster do you think I am? Beat up a 12 year old. Depends how big he is. That kid. <laughs> First of all, that kid was less than 12. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, he was like 12. 12 year olds are big now. 12 year olds are like as big as I am. That's numero uno. That's because you're short. Man, I'm an average size for a male, for a man in the United States of America. All right, how dare you? Give me a break. I'm the average height, like 5'8 on a good day. There you go. Maybe, maybe 5'8 and a half. Depends if I've, you know, worked out and I'm stretched. Depends on the hair. Yeah, I've got a lot of hair now, actually. <laughs> Oh man, might be might be reaching like five nine. Hey, <laughs> hey now we're cooking with gas. I like it. You, know, you never know. You never know. Depends. Depends. It all depends. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, you know, what's well, right is right. What's wrong is wrong. That's that's well, it. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Since you've been so good at being political tonight, sir. I, I, <laughs> I wanted to announce that uh, Stacey Abrams is running for governor of Georgia. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> right. Where's that horn? So where's the what? Oh, 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 oh. where's the horn? My bad, my bad. I'm fucking up over here. What happened? Stacey Abrams is running for governor. She announced it's official. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean, does she have a chance? Yeah. Seriously? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did she not run for governor last time? She sure did. But you know who was the secretary? What, what do you call him? The guy who the secretary of state who was in charge of the election yep. last time? Rand McGinster. What's that mean? 
The guy who ended up winning the election. Was the guy that was running the like uh was the head of election. Yeah, well yeah. duh. Of yeah. course. And now he's not? Oh, he's sure way. He's a governor now. Oh. So he's right not there. She's it's also really it. good that she's running because we need Reverend Warnock to also win his reelection. And mm-hmm. so she's going to inevitably, hopefully, lift him. He'll lift her. Like, it'll be a symbiotic thing. But, like, to have two high profile people at the same time is very beneficial. Yeah. And you also have a situation where, although we don't know how much weight that'll hold. But um, we do know that the Donald is not too happy with uh, with Georgia Republicans in general, but definitely not. They couldn't find those extra three thousand votes. Yeah, can, you give me, can you find me? <laughs> Jesus can you find Christ. me one point seven point three votes? That's all Facts. I know. What an idiot! So, what an idiot! I can't. I couldn't believe that phone call. So, you know, he's been saying a lot of uh, a lot of mean things about him. Now, we all saw how it went down with uh, Lion Ted, where, <laughs> like, you know, they became buddy buddies all of a sudden. But with that said, I feel like there were some things that were said. And I don't know. I don't know that those people who support Trump will support Kent this time around anyways. So I, I'd like to think that that's something that's to be taken into account also. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, obviously, I hope she wins. Um, I don't know. It's def- I still think it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to be super tough. And, like, especially, I mean, like, what, the new voter laws they got there and everything? The new like voter that? laws. But if anybody yeah. can navigate... Those new voter laws, it'll be good old Stacy. Hmm. That'd be great if she wants to move to Georgia. Get the benefit of out of state funding this time around, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. she's gonna need there's gonna be so many candidates asking for party donations. Warnock needs to win re election, you know, all that sort of stuff. But like, she built that infrastructure down there to get outside help, like. Most people don't know what governor is running in Texas in whatever election year he's running, right? Like, we don't fucking know their names. So she's got a lot of star power that will be hopefully beneficial. Hmm. Well, that'll be fun to see. We'll see what happens. Um, Mississippi, huh? Wow. Well, all right. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, uh, Mississippi. And I crooked letter, crooked letter, I. <laughs> as soon as you said Mississippi, I was like, M I S S I S S. What was it? Was it David Banner, right? Mississippi motherfucker, pop a dick in your mouth. I was like, oh my goodness. Every When I heard that song, I was like, oh, this guy's crazy. I love that song. <laughs> Shout out to David Banner, who blocked me on Twitter for making fun of him having a song with Justin Bieber. And then I was too chicken shit to say anything to him a couple years ago when I ran into him. About <laughs> him. <laughs> Actually, I think you did. And he was like, yeah, I had to block your ass. No, nah, I didn't say anything to him. I was too scared to even come up to him. I remember I was just standing around because everybody else was just talking to him. And I'm just like standing there staring. And I'm like a weirdo. Like... <laughs> 
I was like, damn, I ain't gonna say shit to him. I want to say something to him about it. Be like, you want to unblock me now? Because you know, it's what he, you know, he, he what he was preaching up on that stage at UCF uh, was pretty much everything that I told, but what, what I tweeted at him about when he was making a song with Justin Bieber, like just a cash grab and all this other stuff and what what not. I don't know. Yeah, you know, just like whatever. I thought he was in it for the culture. You know, I'm in it for the culture. <laughs> David Banner was not at first. Apparently now he is. You're so funny. But you're correct. I know, bro. I know. That's what I'm saying. It was wild. All right. I forgot where I was going with that. But anyways. Uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Fucking abortion loss. Too much smortion. Uh Did anybody see the Saturday Night Live skit with... Uh, or not the skit, but it was uh, the Weekend Update and... Um, I want to get her name right because it was amazing. Her dressed up as a clown, uh, the abortion clown. Uh, Goober the clown, Goober the abortion clown. Cecil, Cecily Strong is 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 is, is the Oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I kind of want to play a little bit of it. Actually, can I? I'm know. not giving you legal advice. Oh, I don't. I'm not asking about legal advice. I'm just was, asking if you guys kind of want to hear. That was a very it. smart response. Have you heard it? <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> whatever. I will play whatever I want on this show. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not big enough for any anybody to come after us like that. Get out of here. <laughs> Disclaimer: I have no role or yeah. authority on this show. Well, I'm just saying, and if, and if they do, you know, you just, you just shut, shut it down. Be like, what, what podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, let me see. It was, but it, it was on on Saturday Night Live um, in uh, like the beginning of November, and uh, her. It was just hilarious. I don't know how to explain. it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it, Emily. Like, I'm not. Let me see. Yeah, so That's they're talking so about funny. the Supreme Court in Texas. So this is like the Supreme Court in Texas law and all that. Uh, so Goober, the abortion clown. Who had an abortion when she was 23. Yeah. Oh, God. Goober, you, you had an abortion when you were 23? Hey, whoa, slow down. I'm a clown. Let's clown around. Hey, smell this flower. You're not going to support me, are you? Oh, I would never. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I had an abortion the day before my 23rd birthday. <laughs> so I'm going to stop right there already. Um, because the that's probably got to be one of the fucking hardest things to say. In general, just in a regular ass conversation with regular ass people. Um, now, let alone you're dressed up like a fucking clown on national TV, right? Telling people like the fucking truth. But the whole point is because, like, you gotta, like, uh, you know, like abortion is so stigmatized, right? It's like, and, oh, it's so bad. Uh, and nobody wants to talk about it. I, I mean, I don't know. Let me stop talking about it. Because I'm, I'm a man. I, I'll never have to get one of these. But, like, as, as a woman, like, how hard is it to even bring this up in conversation? Or or is it? Is it like a taboo combo thing? 
To talk about an abortion? Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, I can't even pretend to, like, give the full spectrum, right? Like, it completely depends on your environment. Um, Like, for me to even speak on it would be such a narrow scope of the spectrum of people who don't talk about it at all to talk about it freely. But, Mm. like, I know people that have had abortions... I know people that have wanted to have the abortion. I know people who had needed to have the abortion for medical reasons. I know the people that have had the abortion and did not want the abortion, but knew that that was their only real choice. So um, I think it really depends on the situation. And I think... Uh, there's so many things about this whole thing, but um, when we talk about abortion, I think people talk about it as the person who like wanted the abortion. And that leaves out a lot of people that medically had to have that abortion or didn't want the abortion, but it happened anyway. And um, so that's just a side piece, but um I don't know. Are we talking about this fucking Supreme Court case? Is that is that what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, whatever whatever the fuck Mississippi's doing, I um yeah, I, you know, I I guess what they're trying to set it up for is, is to like right repeal, like get rid of Roe versus Wade, and somehow yeah. they're, they're trying to they, they found uh, they found a loophole. They're trying to find some loophole. They think they found a loophole. It's I, not really a loophole. So so when Roe v. Wade. I'm going to kind of like step back a little bit. When Roe v. Wade was decided, it was a seven to two decision in a court that is like unrecognizable if you look at a court makeup today. Um, that was a big decision, but like a lot of, a lot of bricks have been laid for decades to get there. But the reason that we got the right to abortion in Roe v. Wade was that the court recognized an individual's right to privacy to make a medical decision in consultation with their doctor. And that if they were making their own private medical decision, the government really shouldn't be involved. And like, if you asked the average American today, like, oh, do you believe in a right to privacy? Like, I assume you would say yes. Like, would you guys say yes? Do you have some semblance of a right to privacy? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always honored by the government. But, like, everybody has a sense of a right to privacy. And so in deciding your right to make a medical decision in consultation with your doctor as a right to privacy, you're also recognizing, like, all these other rights to privacy. So, like, what they talk about is the penumbras, which is, like, a fancy word or a Latin word for shadow, which are, like, the shadow rights that exist in the Constitution. So, for instance, the Third Amendment says that you can't be forced to house a soldier in your house. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
part of the reason that they have said that there's a right to privacy is because of the third amendment. Like you have a right to your own house. Like we can't invade that right to privacy. So there are all these unwritten things that we have infused with the principles of the constitution to say that are rights, like the right to privacy, ergo the right to make a medical decision, including the right to abortion. So here we are. 50 years later. Um, oh, wait. Let me just put a footnote. Ruth Bader Ginsburg always thought that the right to abortion as a privacy right was the wrong argument to make to the uh, to the Supreme Court. But we'll just come back to that later on. Um, she was also kind of racist. Just throw that in there. But I'll, I don't, I'll, uh, that's for another show. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> you trash. I'm talking. Yeah, sorry. 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 No. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. My bad. My bad. I digress, I digress. But in any event, like the right to privacy is flimsy. It's not explicitly written into the Constitution. Like Ruth Bader Ginsburg thought that that was a wrong approach to the right to the abortion. So 50 years later, blah, blah, blah. What they are talking about now in the Supreme Court case is basically, well, there's no explicit right in the constitution to the right to abortion so shouldn't we just basically leave it to the states to decide and the way that they would do that is they would overturn roe v wade in some way shape or form either by saying there is no right to privacy as it comes to abortion or they could do something more narrow where it's about like we used to say you can't ha- you can't put an undue burden before the the time of viability, which is a regularly like 22, 24 months, something like that. The Mississippi law wants to ban it after 15 weeks. So they could say like viability is no longer the standard that we're going to follow. Uh, there's no right to abortion based on that parameter. It's up to the states to sort of decide. But basically, in any way you slice it, the Supreme Court now wants to get out of the abortion business. Like, they don't want to be dealing with it anymore. And so they want to kick it back to the states and, in effect, have a state-by-state determination of your right to an abortion or not. Um, But the reason that that's crazy is, like, if you take away that sort of premise to the right to privacy, um, like that really calls into question your second amendment rights because your second amendment rights also have things written into the law that into the Supreme court law that like doesn't exist in the constitution, like your right to carry a firearm on your fucking hip. Open carry. Nice, yeah. Anyway, that's my inarticulate way of saying Roe versus Wade is leaving and it'll probably be up to the states going forward. Is that a good thing? No! Yeah. No! (laughs) Nope. It is not a good thing. Like if you if you leave it up to the states, every red state is going to effic- effectively ban abortion, and 
the blue states will probably do whatever they want in response. Um, they will try to pass some sort of statute in Congress. It won't pass because we haven't gotten rid of the filibuster. And um, millions of women will suffer in the interim. But according to Amy Coney Barrett, you can just drop that kid off at a fire station and then it's good. No problem. Awesome. (laughs) Then they are a ward of the state. What's the problem? Mm. You mean my tax dollars got to pay for that? Uh, I don't know. You don't have state income tax. Oh, good call. Hi, <laughs> But I got to get out of the state anyways, man. Florida. This happens in Florida. This kid is done. Yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> this is going to be another low-level minimum wage employee. Uh, is that how that works? <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. He better not vote for a union. Or vote yeah. for $15 minimum wage. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, whatever, you know, off the record, if there's such thing on this uh, show right now. <laughs> on this recorded podcast. <laughs> yeah, on this recorded podcast. Uh, like, I, I feel like that's what they really want to do. They just want to, like, supplement that, like, cheap labor workforce. Like, you know, we don't want any doctors and lawyers and we don't want any smart people. We just want a bunch of poor people to do all our jobs for no money. I don't think that's what it is. I don't know. What is it then, Ross? Yeah. So, I I have this view that it's always been an issue that um, you know these others are coming in or these others are here and they're overtaking us. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, records just data came out not long ago that uh, whites, white people, are not having as many babies anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's been an, and that's been something that's been feared for quite a long time, right? And then it kind of makes sense because in this society, who are the most educated people, who are the people with the more money, right? So you have a situation where white people are going to have one, maybe two kids, and then everybody else coming in, they'd be having three, four kids, and so outnumbered, right? It's no longer a white Christian country. There's that fear of that happening. And so, yeah, let's let's do what we always did, which has been to control women's bodies anyways, and now we're making sure that our women can't abort children. Most middle class white women will still have the right to an abortion somewhere, somehow. So. Regardless. It's the it's the lower income people or mm-hmm. the people of color that will not have the right to an abortion going forward. Right. And that just may mean that this is a, a a situation that they're going about it the wrong way, clearly, but I, I don't think that it's just about like having a uh, a poorer class like to to do the menial work. I I feel like that's too simple to think of. 
No, I, I, they're, they're simple people. <laughs> that's why I think like, that's what it is. They're all mad that they don't have enough servers at their restaurants right now. Down here, especially. It's some of the crap that I see online, it's wild. Just the garbage that uh, they think people uh, just uh, want to mooch off unemployment when that's like non existent <laughs> in Florida. Even though they're not getting unemployment anymore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. You know, I, 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 I do think these people are, you know, that whole side, they're just a bunch of simpletons. And those are the things they're worried about the most. Who's going to make my Mickey D's McDouble? You really think so, huh? Yeah, I really do. I think that's what it's about. So who's going to make my Mickey D's McDouble in like what? In like 18 years? Right, because it's not me doing it. It's not going to be my kid. Maybe. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, Ross, get it how you live. Hit me. Oh, it's about that time. All right. Let me tell y'all about Nathan J. Peachy. Oh, I like the name already. <laughs> yeah, 50-year-old man from Pennsylvania. And the homie, John Wick Weiner. John Wick? Look him up. Ooh. Look them up. Um, there are two men, two... Uh, who were telling investors that they were collecting money for charitable and humanitarian prog- pro- projects. And um, in, <laughs> in the meanwhile, they were able to uh, spend about $13 million from those charitable donations that they received. Somebody got a Benz off of it. Somebody got a couple houses in Norway. Um, one of them bought like $2.7 million in silver coins. And of course, you know, you got to travel and other personal expenses. So these guys, these guys were charged and found guilty of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, the favorite, um, conspiracy to launder monetary instruments, conspiracy to obstruct justice and nine counts of laundering monetary instruments. I don't know what that means. But laundering monetary instruments? Yes. I was waiting for the lawyer to say something. Well, I mean, an instrument could be like a trap. Yeah, it could literally be a a check is an instrument. (laughs) The plot thickens because there was also a grand jury indictment that listed two additional defendants, Lauren William Rogier who oversaw the fraud scheme and also lived in Norway in that house, and Frederick Arias, who lived in Arizona and helped solicit funds. Apparently, Arias used to be a detective in Arizona, and then they say that he may have left the country. So Arias has been nowhere to be found. Might be with the, what are, what are they called? The Clemson? The, 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 the. Ethan's Peoples? The who? Ethan, Ethan, the kid who shot the... Yeah, his parents. Thank you. Thank uh... you, Emily, for keeping up. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Thank what? you, Emily, for My keeping bad. up. So crumbly, as crumbly. part of the scam, um, Peachy used to pose <laughs> as a member of the clergy, 
while Rogier pretended to be the bishop of an international Christian charity called Kiloland News Group. Um, the money that the two of them acquired basically was funneled through banks and wire transferred so the men could keep the donations. The purpose of the conspiracy was to enrich the co-conspirators. That's what... Um, that's what the Justice Department says. Mr. Peachy and Mr. Weiner preyed on charitable hearts of innocent victims, according to a special agent in charge, Tyler Hatcher, and so on. Yeah, man, these uh, these guys are looking at uh, 20 years apiece, a uh, fine of a quarter million dollars, and um, they have to pay a $100 special assessment to the Federal Crime Victims Fund. How crazy is that? One hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, you quite possibly embezzled thirteen million dollars. Damn. Okay, those crime pays. Damn. Yeah. We got to get into one of those, Ross. (laughs) I don't get one of what now. Nothing. I didn't say anything. We have to live a straight and narrow life, Ross, and work very hard for Amen. You know, Amen. Because that's what we, what we do. Unfortunately. Ross has children to send to college, okay? Unfortunately, that's what Don't we do. Don't be bringing them into anything. Wow, brother. What am I going to be bringing him into? A bad mood? If he hangs out with me long enough? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. A margarita. Please, yeah, maybe some, maybe some alcohol. Come on. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was good, man. All right, this is it. Uh, let me get some shout-outs from you guys, Emily. You're first. Um, Madre. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta set it up. I gotta, I gotta set it up for, for Miss Connie because she got, she gets all the love. On this show, hold up. I got airplane mode. What is this? Awesome. Oh boy, great! This my 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 computer's just going ham. Miss Connie, this is for you. <laughs> oh, the computer's going ham. <laughs> I'll she's be my, down there in like two weeks. She's two my favorite, Miss Connie. Yeah, she's probably the only Miss Connie you know. <laughs> You're probably right, but hey, you know. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, about two and a half weeks, I'll be down there. Two or three weeks. This year. Get that booster. Yeah, well, I'm trying. <laughs> the CVS <laughs> near me was out of shots. I was like, what? what, what? So anyway, That's a good thing. Yeah, that, that is, is a good, good thing. thing. But I need to get boosted before Word, I word, word, there. word. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll leave it at that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, hit Thanks me. Thanks for indulging me for hours tonight. <laughs> yeah, word, word. It's always it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Um, shout out. So I got three. Ooh. Um, number one is a good one. Goes out to my brother, Mr. Saul okay. A. Hey. Um, happy birthday, dude. You know, wishing you, wishing you nothing but the best on this uh, on this upcoming revolution around the sun and for the rest of your life. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah. there will be many, many more. Facts. I hope that they will be enjoyable as well. Just no, 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 twenty first Bennigan's birthday. 
Nah, 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 nah. I funny enough, I just talked about that to somebody earlier today randomly. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so did you true. guys fuck with some brownie bottom pie? Oh, I listen. The food at Bennigan's was very underrated. That's all I got to say. Mm. It was the first time I had um, crab cakes with that Bennigan's. Shout out! What the one on five thirty five? You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> You better believe it. Right, right by, uh, right by that that's that Walgreens. Yep. I don't. I don't even think. It, yeah. I guess it's still there. But oh yeah, whole, it's totally that, something else now. That whole area has changed, man. It's wild. Five thirty-five yeah, yeah. down there by uh, like the crossroads area or whatever. Yeah. yeah pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um. um Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got go, two ahead, more. go ahead, I got go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I can't. I got two more. Uh, yo, one one goes out to uh, he almost got to get it how you live for this. One goes out to uh, Diddy, Sean Puff, Daddy Combs. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, because um, because many years ago he sold his stake in Sean John to a company. I believe it's called uh, Global Brands. Something global global brands group, and he sold it. And I say many years ago, I feel like it was like back in like 2016. And um, yo, that company has now gone bankrupt. What? Yeah, and so Mr. Combs is now trying to buy back the Sean John brand from them for three million dollars. That's it. Now I don't know if you guys have a good memory of Sean John. Oh yes. But there red, was a time, yo, right yo, my man, my man got like designer of the year. There was a time when they were like, "Yo, Sean John is a billion dollar brand," mm-hmm. and so he sold it at the height. The company that he sold it to is falling off, and now he's probably gonna buy that shit back for less than pennies on the dollar. So mm-hmm. for that, I, I have to, I had to give him a shout out Dang. for getting his brand back. And um, and then the last one is just uh. What the fuck are you doing? Goes out to Antonio Brown. Damn. Fake COVID card. Damn. And 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 the worst part is that he would have gotten away with it. But the motherfucker decided not to pay the people who worked for him. So Mm. they snitched on him. If it wasn't (laughs) for those meddling kids. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that dog, too. Oh Oh. my. Yeah. But and this is the thing I don't get though, and not not to, you know, go on another little side track here. Let's do uh, it. Aaron Rodgers lied about the same thing. Nah, there's a difference. All right, well, tell me what the difference is. So Aaron Rodgers lied to you and me about it, and possibly the media, quite possibly, definitely did. But his team knew, and the league knew. And so he only got dinged because there was one time when he violated the league policy, which was for Halloween when he went to that crazy party. But aside from that, he violated the league policy the whole time. No he wasn't out the there living, living wildly. Your man, listen, this is this is how it happens for your man, him and two other cats on the team. Nobody knew. So his teammates didn't know. His team didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so even the players, what is it? The players association got with the league to figure out what the fuck they got to do about this. Mm. And they came to an agreement for my man to only get three games. Mm. But I don't have I, I, I don't have a problem 
with that part. The part that I have a problem with is, yo, why is it always that Antonio Brown fucks up a good thing? Mm. That's going to be for our mental health episode, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Go ahead with your, uh, go ahead with your, uh, <laughs> with your shout outs. Nah, just, oh, hold on. I no, got to go cut ahead, you go off. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Um, last one. Yo, this one goes out to our listeners, man. Oh, <gasps> hey. Yes. Hey. Um, you had shared some uh, some info. Yeah, a little, Spotify. A little bit of stats for Spotify. You know what I'm saying? So, so we got numbers. <laughs> Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? This one goes out to those five fans who listen <laughs> to most of our episodes. Yeah. Shout out to you. And this one goes out to the 12 fans who listen to us more than any other podcast. In the whole world. In the whole world. <laughs> Which may mean that we're the only podcast they listen to. I mean, might be. Or that they listen to many, but we still number one. Regardless, we're number one. And for that, I just wanted to give y'all a shout out. I know we're okay. number three on on, on, on on Paul's podcast list. All right, we got to find number one and two and take them out. Carry on. Yeah, it'll be a little <laughs> tough, but we're almost there. But no, like I think we're up like 48% all across. Like, what was it on? On like uh new listeners or oh yeah no that was that was great that was yeah. that was like whoa yeah we we we, we the, the number the numbers is looking good you know what I mean we just we got I we will tweak say that if our metrics say that I'm a top listener it's because my mom uses my Spotify account no. <laughs> Listen. it's not me listening to myself no. <laughs> but that would be okay. Yeah, that's that would still be okay. No, it's um, my mom. She's on my account. That's funny. No, um, she pays for Netflix. <laughs> hey, a little quid pro quo. Yeah, symbiotic relationship. Yep. What? Whatever. I use my sister's Netflix. Shout and out. apparently, someone's Apple ID too. Watching shout the out Holla. morning show. Hey, listen, but I trip. My sister has my HBO Max and like my Disney Plus, and I don't know what else she has. So okay, that's symbiotic. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I have always HBO share. Max. My sister has Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, that's, that's how perfect. it works. There you go. Um, let's see. Shout outs as usual. Uh, LA Insurance to my boys Alan and Ray and Charles and. Big shout out to Allen. I think we're gonna try to watch that Georgia Bama game tomorrow somewhere. But we'll see what's up. Uh shout out to Be Nice and Tori and AMH, all the, all those guys out there. Uh, shout out to Long Shots Bar and Billiards out in the corner of uh well, out in the four corners area. Um but yeah, doing their big thing, Alex and Mo and, and Harold. And uh yeah, shout out to our listeners and and everybody else. Just shout outs to everybody. Everybody gets a shout out. It's uh the giving season, right? Christmas coming around. Christmas presents are shout outs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you all get. <laughs> yes, <I guess. laughs> yes, I can tell your friends about us. All right. <laughs> if not, I'm coming over with my oh, black and white moral compass. Stop. And I'll decide what's right and wrong. In no grace, yo. No grace. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rat. I'm Krampus. I'm coming. I'm coming for you. No, I'm kidding. I'm it kidding. was I'm... supposed to be a compliment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. More of it. You know, I, I, it made me feel like Batman almost. 
It's like, I see, I know, I see what you're doing. Is it right or is it wrong? Yes, that's how you think. <laughs> well, that's not wrong to think that way. I break. <laughs> there's obviously gray, but there's it's not wrong. There's some gray, but it's not wrong, you know. It's, uh, you know. Like, like it, it, the gray, it's when it comes to something that's like, hey, is it going to be like, detrimental to myself? <laughs> or is it not? You know, I don't know. Is it better to do the right thing or better to just mind my own business? <laughs> Whatever. My man. I don't know. I feel a lot of people would just mind their own business. That's the problem. Instead of doing the right thing, you know, you have to do the right thing sometimes. If more people did the right thing, uh, you know, whatever. I just snorted for laughing. <laughs> you sure did. Whatever. All right. Instead of whatever. Oh, it's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Screw you guys. <laughs> I need a gavel. <laughs> I need a gavel. One of those old timey judge wigs from like, you know, yeah. England. <laughs> You're a very rigid thinker. It's okay. Yeah, whatever. Just embrace it. What's that supposed to mean? Embrace it. Please. Just try to make things simple for myself. That's all. <laughs> that was great. All right, that's all. I just want a little simple life. Simple man. How's that song go? Something about a simple man? Hit me, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I think it's time to end the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to end the stupid show. With the old for Leonard Skinner. Whatever, whatever. It might be time to go. (laughs) Oh, brother. We got Ross. We got Emily. We got me. (laughs) (laughs) We got Leonard Skinner every now and then. (laughs) Simple man. Simple man life. (laughs) Black and white life. Whatever, black and white and a little bit of gray. Some brown. Throw some brown in there. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week, you maniacs. Tell your friends about us, everybody.